Welcome to the I Like The Way You Think podcast, where we take a deeper look into the lives of three Black women as they go through life. Coming out with us, we say what you're thinking out loud and discuss all the topics you already talk about. I'm Laverne. I'm Elaine. I'm Janisha. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to a new podcast episode where we're going to be talking about the woman in our lives. If you guys didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, go ahead and run that back, okay? Because we were talking about influential women and our definition of what it means to be a woman. Kind of got sidetracked, but you know, there were some interesting parts there. So make sure you go back and you listen, all right? Um, so <laughs> this week's topic are the women in our lives. Okay, by the time this airs, um, International Women's Day should be a thing. So, happy International Women's Day! Okay, and today's quote oh of my the day. Gosh. What you didn't like my little fresher? Um, no? spirit Come fingers, on. guys, spirit fingers, spirit fingers. Okay, yay! All right. So, the quote of the day today comes from none other than if not the greatest athlete of all time, one of them. And her name Mm -hmm. is Serena Mm -hmm. Williams. Okay. Every woman's success should be an inspiration to another. We're strongest when we cheer each other on. Come on now. Come on now. Get it? So we were cheering and then (laughs) spirit fingers and then Serena Williams and then... No. Okay. Okay. Mm. I think it's really cool... (laughs) That I led with Serena Williams. And the reason why is because, seriously, I wanted to talk about her in the last episode. Um, but she is also a heroine because she she overcame a lot of obstacles to be, I must say it, the greatest athlete of all time, mm. male or female. Mm. Because this woman... Child. And she is a woman. For all the people who back in the day wanted to discredit her just because she was muscular and didn't fit the, the archetype of what they believe a woman should. She is a woman with an H. <coughs> W-H-O-M-A-N. She's just like, wow. I will never forget I... them. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that wow. one British uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. Never mm. forget. Yeah, she's been through some things. She's been through some things. And she has a show called Being Serena. Uh, Randomly, I I came across it. And it was documenting her journey back from having her daughter, Olympia. So cute, Olympia. And um, (laughs) she not only has to fight through mentally, physically, but she also had to deal with the microaggressions from her, her trainers in Europe, by the way, mm. basically saying to her, like, oh, you need to lose weight. You're too big, so you're not fast enough, and this is what's impacting your game. And she Jeez. still molly whops everybody. Yo, God forbid. Every single time. God forbid. Yeah. God forbid. Oh. And it was just so... <laughs> and she looks good doing it, okay? Oh it was gosh. just so crazy to me that... First of all, it was crazy to me that this aired... Because it was so obvious, the microaggression. And it was just like, wow, you can be a tennis champ, like world-renowned, yeah? You can be an Mm -hmm. amazing athlete, 
You can give birth, almost die. You could be a wife. Mm. You could be a sister. You could be any of those titles. And still, mm. all a person will see is your skin. Because hmm. they were saying some things like insinuating she was lazy. She was always late. The comic strips they made she's of like, her. Saying, Disgusting. Bruh, she's like, how are you saying I'm late and I was here before you? Like, it is just, it's a lot. Like, there's a lot of psychological warfare. And Serena, if you hear this, I love you. And I'm really happy that you are who you are. Okay? Thank you. And with that being said, um, as we talked about womanhood on the previous episode, and we talked about, you know, our expectations of what womanhood were and the realities of what womanhood became, I wanted to really center this focus. Sorry. I really wanted to focus this episode on centering the woman in our lives who obviously our our listeners may not know them personally, but we can really share how impactful they have been to us. The thing is, when we talk about impact, it's usually a positive connotation. But can you guys think of different behaviors of the woman in your life that have left you with a negative impact? Absolutely. Immediately. You want me to start? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, I am an immigrant from Zimbabwe. And back home, there's this thing of like, family is family is family is family is family is family is family. But for some reason, when the people them hopped on the plane and came over to this here in North America, the sense of family wasn't the same. So I remember maybe I was 12 or 13 years old. And I remember my mom, um, we were coming down from my camp meeting or something, and my mom was in tears. And I've never seen my mother cry like that. But when I did some investigation, even at 12, very protective of my mother, I had heard that my aunt and her little goons or whatever were saying things about my mom. And to me, that was so foreign because family is family is family. And from then on, I literally was like, I don't care about nobody in my family unless it's my brothers, my mother, or my father. And I... I feel it now in my adulthood because I have so much family in I have so much family in Montreal, guys. Really? In Montreal. Let me tell you, I have not visited not a one family member because growing up, I saw people who were blood, real, real blood, and how they mm. treated my mom. And I was like, see, that's, that's not what we're going to do. And there was other women who I did look up to at one point in my life, but seeing, and it's so interesting too, like what you're saying um, in this uh, quote here of like women cheer each other on. I was seeing the women in my life attack the strongest woman that I know. Mm. So I was like, oh, I ain't cheering for nobody unless you my mama. And so, yeah, I, I wish there was more of a sense of family once we you know cross the seas and stuff because even now we're trying to rebuild relationships and it's hard because scars are scars are still present so yeah that's one way i was impacted negatively Mm. shoot let me let me add another example oh when i came into my teens y'all the worst treatment i had you know how um we touched a couple episodes ago about church hurt and stuff Mm -hmm. the worst that i experienced was from church mothers and I remember um, I've been called a B word by a church woman. Um, they would insinuate that I was loose 
being like a floozy, sleeping around and stuff. Child, they didn't even know. I hadn't even kissed the guy at that time, let alone sleep with them. Um, one lady came to me and she was like, I can give you my maternity clothing. Mm-hmm. I was 16. Pardon? I was 16. That is so Like, wrong. the stuff that that does to you. So, yeah, like, uh, just women attacking women was something that I experienced a lot in my formative years. Interesting. Now, had that been my mother, she would have met that woman at the door. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, t- I only saw my mom's tears. I didn't see the retaliation, but there was one. <laughs> right. Pass our place. <laughs> you did? um yeah i mean on the on the same vein of like women in community there was definitely i would see some of my mom's friends and like community members who were supposed to like be happy and i found that i heard a lot of like murmuring at like the cookout or whatever of like every time my parents would kind of elevate I did hear a lot of like back talk of like kind of speaking down on their achievements and Mm. it was until I got older that I realized that there was a lot of women even to this day I can name some of her ex-friends um who have been jealous of my mom and just wow and so for me like growing up it Oof, especially when my parents split up, like I saw it, not necessarily if it was the jealousy, but kind of like the gossip and almost being kind of happy about somebody's downfall or struggle. And mm-hmm. for like growing up, that made me really protective of the women in my life. And like, mm. when I'm happy, are you happy? When I'm sad, are you like, is there like a slight smirk in the corner of your eye? Like, or in the corner of your mouth, like, so, who, girl, so, um, yeah, (laughs) and that's just a little small example, but I've, I've seen so many other women just make really poor decisions when it comes Mm -hmm. to other people, and it affects their life, and how they view themselves, and, it's just, man, like, as women, we're so powerful, because however way we use, we choose to use our power. It's so impactful. Yeah. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. so like for better or worse. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I think two things that stick out to me. Um, this was not someone that was close to me, but it 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 kind of helped me understand more that w- all women do not want to see you succeed. Um, I remember mm. I was in my early 20s and um, we put on an AY program at church and we were talking about, so I think it was probably around the topic of woman, modern day woman and um, that type of stuff. And a woman stood up because we had an open floor and a woman stood up and she's like, how old are you? And I told her how old I was. And she was just basically like, you have a lot to learn. She's like, there is no way a woman can be um, a mother, a wife, a career woman, all this. Stuff. And she was just basically shooting down the idea that you can you can be balanced. She's like, you cannot do all things. You cannot do all things. And I'm like, wow. I do hear that among some older women, though, that you can't have it all. Or there's like a season that you can have it all, but time. it's short. Exactly. Yeah. Like you but can have my, it, but it'll be my like, thing hmm. is my thing is it wasn't 
in an encouraging way at all though that's my thing my thing is like it it, it would have been different if the person had said you know from what I've seen uh it's not possible or you can't have it all at one time but it was just like no it's not possible whatsoever so don't even try don't Mm -hmm. waste your time and I felt like it was it was very much projecting. Sounds like deflecting. It was projecting. Yeah. She was projecting. Very much so. Um, but I remember being in my early twenties, and I was just like, "Damn! Like, is this, is this, is this what it is? Like, and it, and that goes back to, I guess my, my admiration of Beyonce being able to to balance certain things because it's like here people are telling me it's not possible, but then you see somebody do that, and mm-hmm. I guess outside of the elevator incident. Mm-hmm. we thought that it was possible right so it's like how mm. are you meant to be in in a space where we're supposed to be safe and encouraging um different generations and you're here saying nah it can't happen take your eyes off of that huh? but i could see her you. being like you're comparing like the average woman to beyonce who has a lot of help and a lot of money so I'm not agreeing okay. with her. Like I, I think it is nuanced though when when women say you can have it all, or when women say you cannot have it all. Like there is a middle, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but that is very discouraging and very like cis-like. yeah, that impacted <laughs> me negatively. I will say that. Um, another <laughs> another instance that impacted me negatively was. Um, <clears throat> this is pretty vulnerable but when I was born my dad was illegal in our country and um knowing that one of his female family members called immigration on him oh so bruh yeah yeah and obviously I wasn't able to remember it because I was young I was just born but growing up it was like Think about it retrospectively, like, wh- what what, what, do you gain from that? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, what do you gain from that? Mm-hmm. And as a woman, too, why would you see that someone just had a baby and then call immigration on the father? Like, what? Yeah. There were no... And the thing is, from my understanding, there was no beef. It was just done to be done. Mm. And I'm just like, that is the epitome of bad mind. Um, yeah, and, and that was a way that a woman negatively impacted my life because when I was old enough to understand and my mom was explaining the story to me, I was just like, but why was that any of that person's concern? Number one. Number two, shouldn't family transcend everything? Like, and so that's kind of also where, like Elaine said, a lot of people come to Canada and then act brand new. Mm. family is supposed mm. family is family is family is family but to some people it's not so i just wanted to balance out the episode because i know we're going to be talking about how women have positive positively impacted our lives but we also i think it's very important for us to balance it out and talk about the, pa- the fact that some women have negatively impacted our lives and also i can even talk about the fact that um in friendships i haven't been um i haven't had good friends as women mm. my male friends have always been solid um but women oh 
Boy, but then can I... we can we just touch on that for a second though? Like it seems like a theme sure. that we've experienced is that the women in our lives didn't really paint a picture of women supporting other women. So is it that foreign mm-hmm. to now see it exemplified in our own friendships where sometimes you're like, damn, why do I feel like my own friends are after me or my own friends are waiting for me to, you know, and it seems so like a common, to my yeah, fault a common theme stuff. is like competition as well. So like men don't have to compete with us. Yeah, yeah. they don't. Men usually don't have to compete with other men because it's just the understanding that you're a man, you're around me, you're doing what you need to do. Yeah. No, but she's saying even with us though. So like if you if there's a man in your space, there's no fight for area space. It's like Yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. No, it's it's very weird to me. Like I can even think about a time in high school where like when I say I've been through some stuff with women, I've been through some stuff with women. Like I had a friend who she she had a very tumultuous relationship with her mother and I don't want to go into too much details but she used to stay at my house and one day she was like to me you know I think I'm gay and I was like she she no first she was like um hmm I have something to say to you but I know I I kind of know where you stand and it was like where do I stand? What is it? And she's like, I think I'm gay. And I was like, okay. So? And the Laverne you see now, or you know now, is a completely different Laverne than who was in high school. But to me, it was like, oh, this person is my friend. And as she started to navigate what being gay meant to her, I noticed that our friendship changed. And it wasn't because of me. It was because of her. Um... And there wasn't anything in particular that I was doing differently. I actually was very supportive. I was, you know, trying to mitigate the risk because at that time it wasn't popular for people to be uh, lesbians. And I just felt like she... She totally... We got to a place where she, she actually made up a rumor about me and said some hurtful things about me. Um, and that's how we ended up stop being friends. And we had a friend group and she split the friend group. And then years later, she apologized to me and was like, you know, what I did was wrong. And I was just like, Mm. if I wasn't who I was, that could have really affected me personally, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so my thing is just like people, people underestimate how much woman to woman friendships impact them in life (sighs) because if i followed her example chances are child i wouldn't be open to friendships and i would not be friends with y'all yeah do you guys think that like your experience with like heartbreak amongst your female friendships compared (sighs) to like heartbreaks when it comes to men do you think that it's a different kind of pain or do you think that one might be greater than the other in your experience I literally was about to bring up that my biggest heartbreak was from my best friend yeah i literally was gonna bring it up but also that's because um ain't no nigga breaking my heart <laughs> and that's a fact that's not even me trying to deflect it actually has never happened but um just like the person who was my heart I could never fathom them breaking it. And experiencing that was truly the, the, the biggest heartbreak ever. But also, 
oddly enough, when we're talking about positive impacts, rebuilding that relationship was the greatest example of forgiveness that I've ever seen mm. and ever experienced. Mm. So I'm like, wow, it's so crazy how this one person gave me like the worst experience in my life and also the most transformative, positive experience in my life as well. Yeah, for me, also, I haven't been in any like deep relationships with like romantic relationships with men. But when it came to put it... I said it's probably for the best. So probably for the best. <laughs> no, you're right. But like, <laughs> but also at the same time, I think it's different. So I couldn't, I couldn't say definitive. Like if I was in a deep relationship with a man and things went south, like this might hurt more. That might not hurt more. But I, it's just it's, dang, because you really see a lot of these people like your sisters. Like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I it's, it's not blood, but it's just like you know. Um, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I, I have, it's weird because there's some people who I'm not friends with, but I still genuinely care about them and mm-hmm. I, I genuinely want mm-hmm. the best for them. It's just, they've proven I can't trust them in, in my life and it kind of sucks, you know, cause there's so much, I'm, there's no hate, but like, there's so much, there's so much so much disappointment and negative feelings and then on top of it it's so much like admiration for who that person is as an individual but also it's just like a very weird thing and so I would say um for me yes like friendship breakups have been wow like <laughs> it really hurts <laughs> it really 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 hurts no man that hurt man that hurt for true but no I <sighs> I have experienced heartbreak from a man and it mushed me up. And now I got to no lie. No, no lie. <laughs> I, oh, I was out of God. commission, brother. Brother, I was out of commission. As in, oh, God even, forbid. All that was left was for me to, to jump off the lake. Honestly. Oh, I was yeah. literally <laughs> like in my bed. Just a ball. We're just Never a ball. We're just, if you know me, I'm not really a crier. But me just a ball. Me just a ball. Me not even want yam. Me just a ball. Me just a ball. Like, honestly. She didn't want to eat. Mm-hmm. All she would do is cry. Right. Right. Thank you, translator. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where the hurt is different, though. Because even okay. though it's not the same as... Um, that heartbreak that I've experienced, it it is a way in which it's like, damn, I really expected us to do life together. So even when yeah. I was in high school and I lost some friends, I was just like, dang, well, I didn't really do nothing to you. Um, and you stopped talking to me. Or, you know, I really expected us to be friends beyond this. But it is what it is. You live and you learn. Just like, you know, I had friends outside of high school or in my early 20s. And it's like, dang, like, you know, we were supposed to do this. We have been friends since elementary school or we've been where we grew up together. And, you know, it's just things are not working. And it, it's a different type of heartbreak. It's it's kind of like it chip it chips away at your heart like a atum, atum. But it's not like, you know, the emoji with the, the broken heart. It's not that for me. Mm. It's not that for me. And um, I mean, I've had situations where. You know, I really... Ah, here's one thing about me. You... When when you're in my inner circle and 
you're in a space where you're introduced to my family. My family know you as my friend. You know, you're over my house because I truly believe my house is like my sanctuary. Not everybody comes to my house. You're in my room. We have sleepovers. That, to me, is not only disappointment, but betrayal. Mm. Because it's <laughs> like, I have integrated you into my life. And for whatever reason, we are no longer to like friends and you have taken a piece of me that I can't get back. That's how I look at it. Um, and so, yeah, that impacts me negatively, regardless of what the situation is, because this has happened to me a few times over. Um, and I guess when I look back, I guess it's it's because for me, I always try to be a woman's woman. As a friend, what do you need and what can I give you? I've mm-hmm. always tried to show up, to show up in all of my friendships because... I myself would love a friend that will show up for me. I don't feel like it it should be a situation where I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, I have no friend that I could do this with. No friend? Not one? Yeah. Damn. Not a narrative. But anyways, I don't want to talk about this negativity no more. Uh, What are the positive ways in which women have impacted you? Please. Please. Being great friends (laughs) to me. (laughs) Being great friends to me. Um... And what constitutes I mean, as a great friend, though? Like Safety. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you can be nice with a lot of people, but you don't feel safe with a lot of people. And so um, definitely safety, feeling like I don't have to be a, a part of myself to be around you. I can show up as whatever I want to be like today. And I know that I'm not going to be criticized for that. Like I can mm-hmm. show you my highs, my lows, my in-betweens. Um, you're fun to be around, um, and you have your best, like my best interest in mind. Like, is this, oh man, like y'all know how I feel about like advice. First of all, I don't like unsolicited advice cause I will just come out and ask. That's one. But like, I really, and a, a major part as I know you guys probably think it's cause I'm hardheaded and you're not wrong, but it's also because there's been so many situations where women would give me really bad advice and I'm just like, no, here's what we're not going to do. And so I feel like a really big indication of like a good friend is like, do they give good advice or do they just give advice based off of their own life? Like if they're having a high, they're going to give you advice based off of that. If they're having a low, they're going to give you advice based off of that rather than actually understanding who you are as an individual and, you know, where your Mm. core values are and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. How about you, Elaine? The way I've been positively affected or impacted literally would be my mentor. I touched on her a little bit last week, but the reason why I'm so connected to her is because during the negative that I was experiencing, she was the light that I referred mm. to. So I had never experienced a woman who took me under her wing, took a lot of us under her wing. Honestly, like a lot of the women that you see that are like from back home, we all have the same mentor because she took mm. us all in. And I hadn't seen a woman from the church who was so authentic, so unjudgmental. Mm. So it it was foreign. And I also found it interesting how after we really built a strong, like I'm telling you to this day, like the other day she just called me and it was like midnight. Like we just had that mm-hmm. relationship. Um, 
when people started seeing how close we were all getting with her, they actually went to her and they're like, what are you doing? Like, what, it, like, what, it, like, what is it that they're so attracted to? And I'm like, she's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her baseline is that she's nice. On top of that, yeah. there's more. She's invited us into her home. She shared very, very intimate details about her life, which isn't a prerequisite on connecting with somebody, but it definitely helps. And, you know, yeah. seeing the contrast of the toxic relationship for people who I felt were obligated to be nice to me and somebody who had mm. no relation to me at all being so sincere, so authentic and so welcoming. Um, that to me taught me that, you know, you you can pick family. I mean, OK, mm. I still think my family is my family, like brothers, mom, dad. Cool. But there are other people who really show up as family and you don't have mm-hmm. to be stuck on, you know, it's only the blood who can who can love me truly. No, there are some people yeah. out there who can really love you like their own, mm-hmm. like their own. Yeah. A little bit of transparency, just a little bit. When I had my little oopsie scare, <laughs> she was like, "So am I gonna be a grandma?" She was so ready. She was like, "How do you want me to step up for you?" And I was like, "Damn!" I thought mm-hmm. you were gonna be like, "Girl, what are you doing? Don't be making these mistakes." But no, she always leads with love. Yeah, I wanted to add to like. Um, aside from like friendships, like my mentors also, I think mm, majority of all of my successes in life have been because women put me on. Mm. (laughs) So like, yeah, so my career, it has been women, um, feeling safe. It's because it's been women who have come and have also created that safe space. And even, you know, older women as well. I just, I don't think I have any necessarily older women aside from like my, my family um who kind of st- stuck around unfortunately I hate to say that but um but yeah like when it comes to my career when it comes to even personal confidence when it comes to like there's certain people that you may not see me hang out with like very often or talk to very often but I know that if we have to talk about certain things they will pick up and we will have an in-depth conversation they will put me on and like you know stuff like that so majority of like successes across the board of my life has been to women like really championing me and, and being vulnerable as well and um, two women I wanted to shout out. One is Pollyanna Reed, and another is Jessica Robinson. And yeah, yeah, just amazing women. So literally, the quote: "Their you? success, your success is their success." Yeah, yeah, completely inspired me. That's good, Laverne. Um, I have a, I have a lot of women, and I'm so like I don't know. I won't fit them all in here. I'm sorry. If I forget, you, you can narrow it down, babes. You'll find I a way. I know, but um, I guess the most the most important one for me is my sister Nick. You guys know Nick, um, and she's been the most mm-hmm. positively the the woman that's impacted me positively the most in my life. She's like a sounding board. She's like my inner conscience. Um, so yeah, like. Uh, for context, for people that don't know, Nick is old enough to be my sister. I mean, my mother. Um, she's my sister on my mom's side. And um, that couldn't really change anything. Like, she loves me like I was a daughter. And the thing about it is why she's been positive is because even when my mom was here, she was always, like, the middle person. Like, she was able to relate to me and then relate it to my mom. Or um, she just always had my best interest in, in life. And I feel like that mm. is what a 
sister is supposed to be. A sister is supposed to be someone who, um, and when it's necessary, put your needs in front of theirs. With the understanding that if the roles were switched, you'd do the same. Um, I'm not about taking. I'm also about giving. And the thing is, like, mm-hmm. she has showed me unconditional love. She has, like, and I recognize my privilege in saying that because a lot of people have siblings and they're not able to say the same thing. So I appreciate her so much. Um, also want to shout out my mom, who was resting in peace. And I would say why she had a positive impact on me in life is because, yo, my mom had had a rough life, brothers. Can't talk about it in detail right now, but... To see all the things that she overcame in life, Rada, like, even even being able to go back home to Jamaica and see the country life that she, she came out of, and to live in a house in the suburbs in Canada right now, mm. that just shows you the resilience that that's not somebody that was stupid that's somebody that yo they may not have had the book smarts but they had the street smarts and they knew how to navigate the world brother and mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. to the highest percent i i i lift my mom up because it's like wow like if you didn't have the foresight i could have been just anybody but i'm not just anybody i'm me you know, and, and when she was around, she always spoke life into me. Yes, she was a bit tough love, but um, you you need that. You need someone that's going to believe in you and challenge you when you're being mediocre. Uh, and that's why it goes back to what mm-hmm. Serena was saying. Like, every woman's success should be an inspiration to another because some days I really don't know how I go on, but I just look at it and I'm like, yo, I can't fail her can't fail her i can't fail mm. my sister and mm. i can't fail my dad and these are the driving forces that keep pushing me um and then yeah i guess those are the two that i'll talk about because if i start talking about some people and leave some people child that 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 would be it um but i guess the question that i'll i'll close off with is you know as it is international women's day i want you to think about uh, how can you show up for the woman in your life this week? And hmm, I like that. It, yeah, like it can be something as simple as, you know, sending them flowers, um, checking up on them, having like literally picking up the so phone. So my and address calling. is one two three four okay. Main Street. Okay. Trout, so listen, send, send, I will collect <laughs> send some chocolate to it too because I'm not flowers, really a flowers person. A meal, hey, let me a massage, hey. Um, I love Haitian food. (laughs) Like, just just see, because a lot of the times women do carry a lot of things on their shoulders and um, they do not express that these are things that are going on. Um, A lot of women have, especially black women, we feel like we have to be strong um, and we have to be strong and carry on. Um, But let's let's go back to allowing our women to be safe let's allow them to be soft let them be heard um and let them be loved for who they are not who we intend them to be and so 
if you have any comments or questions or anything that you'd like to add of course you know you can reach us at iltwyt.podcast at gmail.com that's our email or hit us up on our socials at iltwytpod on twitter or instagram and with that we are going to be closing because i like the way you think all right later guys bye (laughs)